she got attacked by goats in one of her segments. The video went viral, and everybody started calling her Goat Lady. It made me think about Grave Lady, because that exact thing happened to her. She was on this new segment, stomping grapes. She's like, stomping, 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 and then she fell out of the barrel and like broke her ribs. And the video went viral. It's so She's like moaning. She's like, oh, oh. And it was so popular that they made an exact copy of it on The Family Guy. I feel like if we learned anything from this movie, poor Grape Lady was probably thinking, oh man, they haven't talked about my segment in such a long time. And we just brought it back up. Hi, Thirsties! Welcome to the Thirsty for Hallmark podcast. I'm Charlie. And I'm Mary. And this is the thirstiest Hallmark podcast on the internet. Today we're joined by three guests, Joe, Megan, and John. And we're talking about You Had Me At Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> we do the cupcakes for Hallmark because it's part of our favorite Hallmark movie. It was about a cupcake shop. So five is the best, one is the worst, and you can have like two and a half cupcake if you desire. So... Joe, how many cupcakes? Well, considering that this is the first Hallmark movie I've ever seen, I'm going to have to go with six and a half cupcakes. <laughs> I have one up on Joe. This is the second Hallmark movie I've ever seen. The other was The Christmas Bow, um, which I think I liked a little bit better than You Had Me at Aloha. So I'm going to give this a solid three out of five cupcakes. Oh, I don't know. What is this? Three, four with you guys. Um, but regardless, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a two and a half. Um, yeah, I, I have reasons, but uh, it has to do with comparison to the last four. So I'm giving it three cupcakes. I did like it, but my two main problems is the lead guy is just he's not cute in any universe, and he should not be a Hallmark leading man. And then also, I thought that it was long. First of all, rude. Because you know he's in One Calls the Heart, and that is my favorite Hallmark TV show. And him and Pascal have just a natural chemistry together. I'm going to also give it three cupcakes, so it wasn't my favorite, I'll be honest. Uh, I thought it was really slow. And uh, I just, there wasn't a lot of plot. So Mary, what was this movie about? Okay, so Paige and Ben are both working in some capacity in like a travel TV show. Uh, Paige is doing behind the scenes stuff. Ben is doing kind of like a blog vlog situation. And um, they both get cast to be the leads in a um, new destination. It's this big TV show, which is supposed to be, I guess, on like real world Discovery Channel. They go to Hawaii. They're different. They hate each other. Paige is like a, you know, meticulous human. And Ben is like a laissez-faire human. But they fall in love under the beautiful Hawaiian stars. And just when everything is perfect, 15 minutes towards the end, Todd, the old host, pops out of nowhere, horrible tan, comes in, is like, obviously pick me. She's like, what? And then Ben finds out and he's like, oh. And before he even talks to her, he just leaves and they have this beautiful moment right beforehand. She falls in love with him. She goes to the airport to do, you know, like a big gesture. He's gone. She's sad. She goes back to the beach. He's at the beach. They fall in love. Her and Todd, they were going to do the show together. She quits. And she and Ben do a show together. And they live happily ever after. That was You Had Me at Aloha. So, who are these people? The stars of this movie were, how do you say it? Kavan? 
Kavon, Kevin <laughs> Smith. No, Kevin Smith. Uh, and what's his character in One Calls the Heart? Jay? Damn it, Charlie. Lee Coulter. They are Lee and Rosemary Coulter from One Calls the Heart. Kevin okay. Smith is a Canadian actor. He's been in a couple of Hallmark movies. One with the girl with short brown hair. You know what I'm talking about? I'm big eyes. Um, he in the it, he owns a restaurant in it. Oh, and they were both in Perfect Bride and then Perfect Bride 2. I would say he's most well known for One Calls the Heart, um, at least that's how I know him, where he plays Lee Coulter, like the secondary leading couple in that TV show. Oh, he was in Wedding Bells. He was in the Irresistible Blueberry. Love on the Menu. That's what you meant. That's love. Yes. Yes. Love on the menu. That's, That's where she's a frozen food executive. And he's a chef. And then he has to like sell his soul and help come up with frozen food uh, menu items. He was in Titanic, but it wasn't the movie <laughs> Titanic. It was a TV miniseries. Oh, wait. We just read about somebody who was in the miniseries Titanic. Oh, the woman who plays the mother in June for January and the mother in Aurora Tea Garden. Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it. That's not who I'm talking about, but that's a big name. Oh, oh, this girl. Oh, Mary Lou, Mary Lou Henner. That's it. Yes, yeah. yes. And then we have Pascal Hutton, who, Charlie, you go ahead. She, so she's Rosemary in When Calls the Heart. I know her best from the Hallmark movie, My One and Only, where she plays like the Bachelorette in a reality dating show. But instead of falling in love with the guy on the show, she falls in love with like the farm hand <laughs> it was so good no my favorite thing about that movie was that charlie said and i still remember this he went that woman could have chemistry with a brick wall and i feel like that holds true <laughs> i love pascal hutton i think she's so pretty what do you what do you guys think about these leads one thing i really loved about Paige is her sundresses were on point she had beautiful dresses all the time very hawaii very colorful and she looks really really good with her hair pulled back i just couldn't handle that canadian accent that was coming and going and just super thick and then would kind of dissipate and then he'd say a few things and um i, I just i couldn't deal with it <laughs> I, I couldn't handle the accent it, it distracted me so much from all of the romance and all of the love that you could see blossoming. I'm going to have to second that. Uh, the accent did really bother me. Um, but back to Paige. I think she did really well. Um, always looking on point. Hair, dress, everything. Also, uh, the problem with the accents for me is that they came and went. If they had just had these thick accents constantly, I could have gotten used to it. But they would talk normal and then all of a sudden say these weird vowels. I don't, I can't even do it if I tried, I think. But um, it, you'd hear it and it would take you out of the moment. Todd. Todd. Todd's accent was thick the whole time. Wasn't a huge fan of it, but he stayed consistent at least. So those are the leading people, but who would you guys give the Oscar to? Every episode we award an Oscar. It can go to anybody in the movie. I have my idea, but Joe, what do you think? Absolutely, 100% to the guy handing, what was her name, the, the main producer, the coffee, Millie, at basically the opening scene, just struggling to walk in behind her, and then finally slips her that cup of coffee, and I don't know if you guys noticed, but there was a man that came up and they high-fived after he handed that coffee off. Best performance ever. That guy was good, actually. He was really good. 
Yeah, he looks so harried. Not just the way he was put together, but his acting too. Yeah, you know what they say, no small parts, only small <laughs> actors. And then you know, there's suggestions. You know, I, I forgot about that guy. I was going to give it to Melly because I just felt like she was just constantly acting her heart out. Like there wasn't a scene where she didn't make a face that was just so expressive. You know, I felt her internal st- struggles. Like she wanted a good show, but she wanted her friend to fall in love. But then bringing up the coffee guy again, his emotional journey in that five seconds, it was an arch. It had a beginning, middle, and end. So I feel like we have to give it to him. I was going to say Millie too, but (laughs) Joe raises a good point. Megan, John, what do you think? I really liked Ben's assistant, cameraman. Don't know what his exact role was. Maybe producer, Louise. Uh, I really liked him. uh, And he just, he was always happy to be there. Unlike some of the others were always, you know, they're up and down, up and down. And he was just loving Hawaii. And I respect that. I would say the Oscar goes to the sexy dancer man. In the in the dinner scene or whatever festival they were at, he was uh, really moving his hips. Truly, that man just felt the music in his heart, in his soul, and definitely in his hips. No, nothing left to the imagination for that one. You know, the actress who played Millie has also written a few Hallmark movies. What? She wrote one of my favorite Christmas movies last year, Meet Me at Christmas with Catherine Bell. And she was an executive producer of this movie. But I think... Can we officially give it to Coffee Boy? (laughs) Congratulations, Coffee Boy. I'm sure you're not even on the IMDb, (laughs) but (laughs) we recognize you. Ooh, now it's time for our favorite part of the show, Homemade or Hostess. This is where we talk about things that we really liked about the movie, like a homemade cupcake, or things that we didn't like so much, like a Hostess cupcake that's been on the shelf for a year. So my first homemade is the whole goat lady plot. So Paige was a producer because she used to be a host, but she got attacked by goats in one of her segments, and the video went viral, and everybody started calling her Goat Lady, coming up to her and bleeding. And it just made me think about Grape Lady. Do you guys know Grape Lady? Because that exact thing happened to her. She was on this new segment, Stomping Grapes, and she's like stomping, 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 and then she fell out of the barrel and like broke her ribs. <laughs> The video went viral. It's so she's like moaning. She's like, oh, oh, and it was so popular that they made an exact copy of it on the Family Guy with Stewie. They didn't change anything. And I read an interview with her once, and she quit. She quit being on camera after that. I feel like if we learned anything from this movie, poor Grape Lady was probably thinking, oh man, they haven't talked about my segment in such a long time. And we just brought it back up. That page just, she was at a trivia, an 80s trivia thing. And then she, they won the trivia night. And the guy was like, do you know who this is? It's the goat lady. And then he went, (laughs) but I have to say, I've seen the great lady video a million times. I don't think I'd recognize her if I saw her. I don't think I would. I'll start with what I liked about this movie. And I will say that it's it's honestly just Hawaii itself and the scenery and something that they had about the Hawaii bubble, um, which I do like. And I I actually proposed to my now fiance in Hawaii so I can relate to that and, and the every all the emotion that are going while in this magical place of Hawaii. What I didn't like is I don't 
don't like the storyline of where at the end he gets on a plane, but he doesn't. He's still staying. And I don't know. I, I, I'm much more like the whole running after the plane as, as they're on it and stopping them and, you know, being a hindrance to everyone on the plane and everything. A couple things I did not like about this movie. The, the first is going back to the goat plot because not that getting chased by goats isn't very uh, traumatizing. I'm sure it is, but they just kept going and like she was so upset and so traumatized about this whole goat incident and I just I wish they had something a little bit more relatable to cause her all of this uh, angst and it just it just felt a little off to me it makes me think of Taylor Swift and how the goat was interjected into her we are never getting back together video <laughs> and so I just and she handled that so gracefully so I would have liked to have seen the same from Paige yeah oh trouble, trouble. Yeah, it's like <laughs> <laughs> One other thing I didn't like, when they got a flat tire on a road, if you've been to Hawaii before, you know that there's always someone like five minutes behind you. They would have found someone they didn't need to walk far or wait a while. I should mention that we played a drinking game while we watched. Mm. One of the rules was whenever they said aloha, we had to drink. Whenever they did a very touristy activity like snorkeling. What else were the rules? When there was a cocktail, yeah. When there was a misunderstanding, when there was a deadline coming up, um, when they had to work together. Yeah, when oh, they when they were stranded. stranded. Yeah. I said it earlier, but Kevin Smith should not be a Hallmark leading man. He is not cute. Do you guys agree with me? Am I crazy? He, the point of watching Hallmark <laughs> movies, this is thirsty for Hallmark. We watch them so we can see attractive people and like think about them and see them doing fun activities and falling in love. I don't need to see normal people, normal looking people. I don't. I can see them in my day-to-day -day life. I don't need to turn on a movie and make a podcast about this guy who is not cute at all. I agree that the side part was a lot <laughs> with the gelled bang situation. It, the hair was a lot, and it also didn't match his face. And can I add, Pascal Hutton is so pretty. We can't get a, a man who's the equivalent looks-wise of her. First of all, we all know I disagree with you. Plus, they have a chemistry. They are, like, really good friends. They produce this movie together. So I think that they're doing this because they like spending time together. And maybe she thinks he's equal to her in lo the looks department. We don't know. I don't think he's that unattractive. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> I'm going to go in the middle. I think they should have kept him in a Hawaiian shirt the whole time instead of some tight Speedos. But, um, you know, other than that, he had, a, he had a nice face. I don't recall the Speedos, but... <laughs> I, I... Wetsuit, sorry. Speedo oh, wetsuit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> wetsuit, not Speedo. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think I think John might have been a little more into this guy than we think, and he was just picturing him in speedo. And I, I wasn't super impressed with the 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 Paige character. I mean, it's hot, humid Hawaii, and she had layers of makeup on the entire time. She woke up with like thick red lipstick on. That's that's some BS right there. I call bogus. Let me tell you, it happens in every damn movie. This is one of my biggest qualms with Hallmark. The hair and the makeup is never realistic. One time, this girl fell asleep in a, she had a messy bun. That bun, she had a 
what is the, the sock bun? Do you know what I'm talking about? That takes hours to do. Like 200 bobby pins in her hair and she went to sleep in that. No. They always wake up with perfect makeup. They always have perfect hair. I mean, where was the frizz? It's humid there. Where was her frizz? Was she curling her hair every day then to go snorkeling? They need to be a little bit better about the unrealistic hair and makeup expectations. Thank you. One thing I loved when she was talking about her whole goat lady experience. Remember when she said, the worst thing, the goats were my idea. <laughs> and that was an example of why she's not spontaneous anymore because the one time she was, she became goat lady. And then she tells the story and she goes, people lost their jobs. I left the gate open. We got sued. Like, damn. I enjoyed Ben. I enjoyed his arch. You know, he, he was kind of annoying. And then you start to learn more about his past, how his heart was broken. I feel like it was interesting that he compared his fiance slash very serious girlfriend work, walking out on him to her goat story. I, I didn't see the parallel on that one. A hostess for me. Do you remember when they were going to go snorkeling and they're both wearing rash guards? It made me think of Baby It's Cold Inside when she was in a hot tub. You watched that with us, John. Maybe the one about the ice, ice hotel. Castle. When her and her friend were in the hot tub, and they're both mm. wearing rash guards. Mm -hmm. And then the guy comes and they're embarrassed about like yeah. being in the hot tub. Mm -hmm. So I was <laughs> I was at the W pool last week and there were these ladies wearing rash guards. And Darian was like, please never let me become a rash guard lady. <laughs> it's like a long sleeve. Yeah, I, was, I think like we're all just confused on what you're A struggling. rash guard is like those long sleeve shirts that people wear and they go boogie boarding so they don't get rashes. Mm or surfing, but you wouldn't wear it to go snorkeling. Unless you're worried about sunburn. Or hot, definitely not hot tipping. She had a one She was piece in a one piece, on. yeah, in that one scene. Maybe she that's was my, that's, that's what I thought was a hostess. The one thing I, I enjoy in Hallmark is a year later because some of these relationships don't seem plausible and I like to see what they're doing in a year if they're still together. Or, you know, I thought, you know, what was interesting is for Baby It's Cold Inside, we saw no one year later. Like, did she make it to wherever she was going? Did she open up the fire? and then the whole ice castle melt. Anyway, this one, they actually did a one year later and they went zip lining and they had talked about that in the movie. And I thought that was a beautiful way to like wrap it up in a little bow. A hostess for me, I hate in movies and also in real life when people don't really get along and then they talk about how they don't get along. Isn't that so awkward? Yeah. I hate that. And that happened a few times in this movie. They're like, yeah, we don't really get along, but like, we'll be okay. Okay. If somebody told me that, I'd be like, ouch, like homemade for me, the hula dancing. That scene was so cool. And I wish it had been longer. I will say that, you know, I know that we live in Colorado and it's beautiful here and whatever, whatever. But <laughs> I mean, we live in the concrete jungle of Aspen because Hawaii looked so beautiful. I was like, what's going on? Why don't I not live there? There were several times I thought, oh, I should move to Hawaii. I don't see enough beautiful green lush mountains. I don't. I don't. You know, too much city, too much population here. I actually bad. agree with you. I would love to move to Hawaii. Their final scene that they shot was in, in front of this waterfall that they had to hike to. And the waterfall where they were standing, it was a fully paved area. It was very nice. Like, probably you can drive right up to it. Maybe there's like a 300-foot walk. But they talked about how they had to hike so far through dirt. And it just was, that's not how that works. I did really enjoy the underwater scene and looking at the turtles. I had to ask John here, who's actually been to Hawaii, if there's really serious 
sea turtles right off the coast. And apparently there are, and that's really cool. When I went to Hawaii, we went on this boat and they took us to a place called Turtle Town for snorkeling, and there were zero turtles. <laughs> Mary made a comment during this movie that the music was pretty low budget. It was. But then later, they played one of my favorite 80s songs. I ran. You know that song? Did you hear it? It goes, I ran so far away. I think it's by um, Block of Seagulls. Yeah. Another interesting thing about this movie, I don't know if it's bad necessarily, but time seems to not exist. So, for example, it would be dark and she's sitting on the patio sipping cocktails before dinner and then has time to go to dinner and then comes home and has time to go to a show after dinner. That was also her second dinner of the evening because she was at dinner with Millie and then Ben comes and steals her way to second dinner and then they get back to the hotel and get invited to the concert. And this is all... All in the pitch dark. Is Hawaii like Alaska where it like gets <laughs> incredibly dark early? Also, let's just say if an attractive man and or woman invites you to dinner, I feel like, Joe, if an attractive if somebody invited you to dinner, wouldn't you say yes? Even if it's a second dinner? I mean, I'm a true fat kid. It could, it could be an ugly person inviting me to second dinner and I'm probably going to go. Another thing about, I guess this is in all movies, but for example, they went on their, they had a one hour break in and in this one hour, they apparently had time to drive a Jeep out to the this remote area. And, and rent it. Yeah, rent it, drive the Jeep out there. Granted, they got a flat tire, but it just is shocking that they think they had time to do all of that in one hour of the day. You know, Hostess, for me, I really thought Melly and what was his name, Luis, were going to get together. I thought that was going to be a secondary romance. And you know I don't like secondary romances in Hallmark, but I thought this is kind of a cute couple. Nothing. Melly just stayed Melly. Louise stayed Louise. And I think they could have appeared in the year later. They're the ones producing their show a year later. They quit as well. Okay, well, around here, Mary's the only one who does one year later. So <laughs> yeah. let's save that for her. Coming for my job. There was one part where Paige said something snarky to Ben and he goes, ooh, slay. But I think he should have said savage. Because slay is like if something, someone's doing something really awesome, you'd be like, slay. But not like... That was like a burn, like sick burn. Like they were trying to use some hip lingo, <laughs> but they didn't do it right. I have one more hostess. The large theme of the movie was that Paige doesn't have fun or adventure or anything. They're like looking at a tour guided, like snorkeling or like tour guided boat ride or tour guided parasailing. And to me, these just don't seem like extreme adventures. But not to call her a wimp, but you know, she could have gone snorkeling. Like that is not asking for a lot. And she could have definitely gone parasailing she could have gone zip lining i i think they they cut her short there now it's one of our favorite parts who would we play in this movie and we actually we have five people but we have many more than five characters here on my list can i just say joe the character that was assigned to joe happens to be the one he nominated for an oscar and, and not that I didn't agree. You're right, Joe. Not that I didn't agree. I just think it's interesting. But uh, Joe is coffee man. <laughs> Name not listed. Was that TikTok sound? That's suspicious. That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, Joe was coffee intern. Mary, you were a member of the film crew who was, for some reason, grabbing a guy's shirt as they walked backwards. It's, it's a, a technique to... Uh... Help people not fall over when they walk backwards. I felt like she was guiding him. So I was integral to the uh, 
film crew. Thank you. I would think if you're guiding, you'd have your hand on the back. But she was pulling on the shirt. That's true. Yeah. That I feel like that would make it easier to fall. Do you think the film crew of this movie played the film crew instead of doing extras? John, I have a few for you here. I think the one you decided on was the hula guy who had a, a I don't know what it's called, uh, but he had something on his grass skirt that went pop when he <laughs> thrusted his hips. Well, before that, I also thought you should be Keiko, the pineapple guy, who was only mentioned but not shown. Our favorite type of characters, the ones that are mentioned but not shown. Megan. Oh, I've got two for you, too. Uh, first, you were the camera girl, who <laughs> very obviously was given no lines. So they kept talking to her, and she would just nod and smile mm. when they were doing their test, their screen test. Nothing will be as bad, though, as fit for a prince with those seamstresses that had, they were in the whole movie, y'all. They were in there for an hour, no lines. They just had to sit there, smile, and nod. I was like, what is happening to these That's people? who we were in that <laughs> one. Uh, and then I also wrote that you were the hula girl. She ended up having a lot of lines, though. I'm sorry, too big of a character. Sorry. She's in two scenes. You forgot to detail my character's importance because she was the one filming the audition video between Paige and ben. ben. And she was looking at the camera and said, oh my gosh, they look so good together. I have to send this in to the director. So she really initiated the entire plot of this movie. I thought what was going to happen, because in the beginning of that part, he was talking about how his show is fake and how he mm, doesn't do so what too. his viewers tell yeah. him to do and I thought that was going to get leaked and he was going to get cancelled but no didn't happen. I also would like to say that all of our guests today seem to think their characters are super important. We've got an Oscar winner, the one that's integral to the plot and then John felt ambitious enough to give himself Hula Dancer which if you saw the movie <laughs> that's a role right there. Well I've got Three parts written down for me, so I can't oh really God. talk about the others. Am I the only one that stuck to one role and it wasn't even an important role? You guys are the worst. Well, you can tell me if, if any of these are disqualified. But first is guy with shirt that Mary's pulling. Second is Kikoa, the really hot buff guy you whose brother owns a restaurant. He had two lines. I know you said four, but I think it was two that were like, you know, when you say a line and you pause and you keep going, that's one line. <laughs> Kikoa was a Mr. Sealer girl. That this movie could have gone a lot differently. She could have been like, let's go to dinner and then just run off with that man. I would have believed that plot. I'm putting it out there. I would have been so happy <laughs> if that was what happened. When a Hallmark movie has a hunk, it makes the movie. Like, you don't mm -hmm. need anything else. Mm -hmm. And Kev Kavon, Kev Kevin Smith is not, not even in, in, he's not a hunk. <laughs> not in any culture. I'm sorry. Now it's time for our listener feedback section. And today's is actually pretty juicy. Uh, our favorite listener, Sheila, sent me some really interesting Hallmark theories. Because I don't know if you guys have heard, there's been a big shakeup at Hallmark. And I think today they fired some more people. Oh. Like all these executives are getting fired. Their programming has changed a lot during the day, during the non-movie like uh, movie times. And Sheila has some ideas. She said they, they haven't followed through on their commitment to diversity and inclusion. Mm -hmm. This movie did have some Hawaiian actors, though. Um, but yeah, a lot of the movies this year have not been diverse. She said they're showing movies in odd seasons and getting the worst ratings each time they, they do that. This is goes all the way back to what was perfect wedding weekend where it was snowing in May. I was like, could we not have done this in February when we went all the way to like spring in February? Good Lord. And then they did a St. Patrick's Day movie, not on St. Patrick's Day. I'll never understand it. 
And she thinks that in One Calls the Heart that they put Elizabeth with Lucas to alienate their fans, to get people to stop watching it because it's such an expensive show. I was team Nathan, and uh, I don't know anyone that was team Lucas. I feel like like all the Hallmark groups have just decided, all right, we'll just go with it. All right, well, this movie did show us some of what happened later, but Mary, what do you think happens one year later? It's time. They do a show in, let's say, Canada, and they do a exploration show there and she sees a goat farm (laughs) and she freaks out but with Ben by her side she realizes she's not so scared of goats anymore and she's like I want to face this I can pull it together I want to face this fear Ben is there realizing how much she's changed and how much they've changed each other and they leave the goat farm they're able to shut the gate nobody was chased everything went perfectly They're walking away together and and Ben went, you know, I feel like I've changed so much since I've been with you. Um, And she's like, I have too. Look at me and the goats. Like, that's just a testament to how much you have influenced me. And he's like, well, I think that it's time for me to start making plans. And he gets down on one knee. He pulls out an engagement ring and he says, how about we plan forever? And they get engaged. And maybe Melly and Louise at the wedding. She's maid of honor. He's the best man. And they fall in love. Well, if you haven't already, remember to follow us on Instagram at Thirsty for Hallmark. I'm going to put a poll up. I want to see, do people want Millie and Louise together? Think you think they do? So let us know. Well, vote in the poll. Let us know. Do you think they belong together? Uh, what's the movie next week? Is it oh. that bread movie? Yeah, the baker's son. He can only bake bread that tastes good when he's in love. <laughs> If he's not in love, the bread tastes sour. But if he's in love, the bread tastes sweet. I'm actually kind of excited. It's like a fairy tale. And it stars Brant Doherty, a.k.a. Noel Kahn from Pretty Little Liars. And after, I think I've seen him in two or three Hallmark movies. After these, I can finally see him as a good person because he was so evil on that show. And the, the female lead is Eloise Mumford. She was in, vet, it's like a veteran's Christmas. That's the only thing I know her from. Oh, and something like Holly or something. She's in all three of the Fifty Shades movies. As what? Kate Cavanaugh. Can we just talk about the the range that woman must have to go from Fifty Shades of Grey to Hallmark? Oh my gosh. So we'll have that next week. And actually, next week we're going to have a special guest, my friend Leah. <laughs> so until then, everybody, remember, stay thirsty. <laughs> gonna go on this trip and you know go down about near the water and and go on a little boat ride it's gonna be so lovely and pleasant and we're, we're gonna have a good time there too yeah maybe maybe we'll have a cocktail you just need to be adventurous like come on stick with an accent